Zach Ashley, and been you've been a group leader for how long now? It's been about 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. Great. Thank you for serving faithfully. And the uh, I, just like a question that I've I've been wondering about, and, and I think a lot of us at times will will uh, will wonder um, how um, how much do we pursue people? We, you know, we're building friendships with people and, and, you know, perhaps they, you know, they say something in group or you can tell that they're, they're doing something, um, within their life. And it just is a red flag, uh, to you. And so you want to, um, we, we all want to walk in the light. We want to want to rely on the Holy Spirit, um, to convict us of sin. And yet we play a role in that to, uh, pursue people and to ask questions, and so just the question of uh, how much do we pursue people? How how much do you um, do you ask people? Hey, what's what's going on in your life? And and if they don't answer it, and if they don't want to, you know, what what do you do? How do you how do you process that and continue to deepen the relationship? So run thoughts? run with it, yeah. Uh, a lot of facets to that question. Um, you know, one word that comes to mind right away is vulnerability. Um, and, and, you know, we don't do this right all the time, but we feel like we've grown in the 15 years uh, to do it better um, each, and, each and every time. And, and the vulnerability aspect requires uh, a, a, an obedience from us as leaders, you know, from Danielle and I to, uh, to listen well, uh, to, you know, to invite the Spirit to be a part of the process, right? To invite Him uh, to be here with us at, at group and not taking that for granted, uh, that it's not us that does the work, but, it, but that it's Him. Um, and so the vulnerability aspect is extremely important uh, because your group will only ever be as vulnerable as you are. Um, and so we struggled through that and, and kind of muddied the waters and got in the way of the spirit at times and, and, and weren't as successful, as, if that's the right word, as we would like to have been. Um, but we've grown in a way uh, that still doesn't go perfectly uh, every week, um, but there are many more successful weeks than non-successful weeks with regard to people opening up, sharing what they're struggling with, sharing what they have to thank God for successes that they have uh, over overcoming sin uh, in their lives. But, uh, you know, one thing that, that we do on a consistent basis is pray. And so the vulnerability leading to prayer and that, and that uh, really just softens everybody in the group, right? Because there are so many, so many times and situations, a lot of people in our group grew up in church, and that's been consistent over the 15 years that we've done this. Um, and whether they grew up in church or didn't grow up in church, uh, everybody knows that as Americans, we kind of know what it's like to put on our church clothes. And, and uh, we show up on Sunday morning, and people ask us how we are, and we say fine. And we show up there at small group, and people ask us how we are, and we say fine. Um, and Facebook and social media posts always make things look pretty and, and everyone, you know, could assume that things are going well. Um, but it's not until, it's not until you yourself are vulnerable, uh, with your group, uh, to deepen the friendship, uh, that they too will become comfortable, uh, sharing their life with you. And so 
our small group at this point, uh, there's been a pretty good sized nucleus of people uh, that, that have been consistent for several years now. Um, so I also think that's like, you know, it requires quite a bit of patience uh, to get deep, deep into people's lives. And so uh, the sooner that you can create an environment, you know, foster that uh, vulnerability on your, on your half of the, of the two-way road as a leader, uh, the, the faster it can happen, you know, and, and God can, can use that obedience. And uh, Danielle and I have just found that really since 2014, when our family went through something uh, profound and, and something life-changing, and our group really, really walked alongside us through that, mm. um, you know, prayerfully, uh, uh, physical and, and financial needs, all kinds of ways that our, our group really uh, led us uh, as opposed to us sort of forcing things or, or you know, trying to manufacture some of, of, of closeness. Mm-hmm. And so since that, I think it, it has been very clear to us that no matter who comes and you know, goes in the group, uh, seasons of life, others, you know, some are more consistent than others, but uh, the way that the, the, the group is set up, um, and you know, sometimes we're sermon based and sometimes we're book based, but uh, whatever the case may be, we're always looking um, t- to make sure that you know we're doing right by each other uh, and encouraging and praying and sharpening uh, each other uh, so that we're more like Christ, mm-hmm. uh, you know. More like Christ tomorrow than we were today. That's our that's our pray yeah. prayer as a group every, every week. Mm-hmm. Do you um, do you guys split up with as far as like gender to for prayer time and stuff? Is that something you consistently do or? We did consistently do guys girls. I would say maybe um, not as consistent as other groups. Everybody kind of does their own thing, and with our our particular mix. Uh, it was maybe once a month, I would say, twice a month. So I'd say, you know, not less than half of the time. And that's consistent for us. Uh, but there have also been stretches, uh, which we're currently in a season uh, where we haven't done Guy Girl very often uh, because the deepness, the vulnerability, uh, uh, the sharing is happening without, without doing Guy's Girls. And, and people really... Uh, buy into, um, you know, we're all in this together. And so real things can be shared, uh, whether it be about marriage, uh, spouses in the room or isn't in the room. Uh, we actually have recently several singles uh, in our group. And I just believe that God has already used, and we're praying uh, that he'll continue to use, you know, godly marriages to, uh, you know, encourage and to uh just provide an example. You know, it's one of our greatest testimonies. Christ's relationship to the church. If our marriages are healthy, uh, then then we're providing glory. You know, we're providing an, an honorable uh, testimony about Christ. And so, uh, for singles to see that, or for other married couples to see that, um, it it really does kind of do the work for you. You know, there's there's couples. You know, that first thing that I, uh, you had asked about. Uh, there's there's probably two or three couples in our group, and not just an anchor couple, right? There's two or three, maybe even four couples that I could call and say, 
uh, you know, so-and-so shared this week, uh, and, and if you, I don't know if you remember him saying this or her saying this, but this is what they said, and yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, we'd love for you to give them a call. Um, and so there are obviously plenty of times where we as the leaders of the group call and reach out and um, have people over for dinner and, and, and really get in their, in their lives. Uh, but there are also plenty of times where uh, an anchor couple does it, you know, without even being asked, mm. and then and then other couples that aren't necessarily an anchor couple uh, who are able uh, to also come alongside people who who have shared, uh, you know, a red flag issue or or um, uh, something that they're just struggling with, uh, sin wise or, or or whatever case may be and then those things those conversations and, and those relationships you know may uh, lead to a point where you know biblical counseling is talked about extremely uh, positively in mm-hmm. our group yeah uh, there are a handful of people who, who have been through biblical counseling um, and they uh, they all speak highly of biblical counseling and, and, and have, have experienced God and, and his spirit using biblical counseling at grace uh, to, to, to have have them you know overcome things in their lives and so uh, it, it's it's always kind of a, a possibility you know that uh, this couple is walking with this couple and and and, and something is just really a nagging thing uh, that can be referred uh, to, to the counseling uh, folks at grace or uh, at least to us, you know, sometimes there's mul- multiple layers to that, uh, depending on the, the couple and situation. Yeah. So the, so you got the group, you know, dynamics as a whole, as far as like, you know, modeling, um, giving the example of vulnerability and praying for your people, but it also sounds like, um, you guys work at the one-on-one times as well. I mean, and it's, you know it's tough to carve that out, but just to invite people over individual those one-on-one conversations where you can um, how you've, how have you seen those is really helpful to um, yeah you know to growing yeah uh, so we did a, a couple of years throughout the fifteen we we had done a study with that why small groups and the the major takeaway. It's, it, we get we've gotten to a point where we don't necessarily do the why small groups because people that come in uh, immediately know this is what the group does this right. is what we're about we don't need to to necessarily uh, read a book about it because we're already doing it yeah we're right. living it and it's ideal yeah and it's ideal and and, and you know things things like uh, you know that that book talks about where the group is not. Zach and Danielle's group, right? The group is only as successful uh, as the couples in it. Um, And so, you know, people really have bought into that and and they know that, you know, our our roster has always been, I guess, too big or, you know, it's on the the larger side. And um, people know that, you know, one couple isn't capable of taking care of 13 other couples in Mm. in that intense intentional way and so uh, it's caused our group you know through through encouragement uh, each week to do so through uh, one-on-one conversations uh, about you know kind of intentionally having people disciple other people um, it really has bonded us together in a way that 
you know, we're closer than, than most people's family. Mm. Uh, and so we're just thankful that, that God has seen fit for us to have that. It's interesting because when we first got married, uh, you know, we've, we've been married a little bit longer than we've been small group leaders. Um, but there was a, there was a cry right before we came to grace, uh, that, that we really wanted deep friendships. Um, and we had people that we were friends with, sure. And, uh, but, but we really craved this idea of small groups. And then, you know, as soon as grace, um, became a part of the picture for us and, and parenting class was happening and we we're listening to sermons on CD at the time. And, uh, you know, community group has been close friendships times a thousand, mm-hmm. uh, for us over the years, uh, even when, you know, even when, uh, apprentices and anchor couples go to other groups, um, they have, they have been quickly replaced and, you know, not that we're not still friends with the other, right. other folks, yeah, but, yeah. but the, the God has been gracious, uh, to build us, uh, over the years. Yeah. Uh, many couples mm-hmm. uh, that, that we would trust our own children with or, or would, uh, you know, do anything in the world for. Yeah. So. Awesome. Thank you. And, uh, Thanks for serving, loving people. Yeah, thanks.